Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend, the Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. When you yeah. make a <laughs> Now listen, guys, yeah. I, I, uh, I definitely want to talk about all this tonight, but I don't want to keep her waiting because we have a very special guest on the line. Uh, one of my favorite, not just women wrestlers, but wrestlers of all time, somebody who um, I absolutely thought was incredible in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, Victoria. Lisa Marie Varon, 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 I guess. Varon, uh, Lisa from Marie Varon. Varon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was going to do the the Varon, but I saw you uh, corrected Tommy Dreamer on that, so I didn't want. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? Yeah, it's very boring. It sounds very fancy, but Varon, but it's just very plain Jane Varon. <laughs> I love it though. I I love it. Uh, Lisa, yeah. we're all big fans here. It's uh, Stro from WCW. You met Kathy Fitz at the convention, I understand. Uh, we're we're so excited to have you here tonight. What have you been up to? Like it's been forever since we've seen you on TV. You know, I still like a lot of people are like, "Oh, are you still wrestling?" I still am. I have um, been doing um, a lot with uh, House of Hardcore with Tommy Dreamer, um, okay. and I you know I have a show coming up. Um, I've been doing with Ray Mysterio has his own promotion here in San Diego at the San mm-hmm. Juan Casino. So I just joined his. Um, his little promotion, um, and nice. I still do. I'm still doing the tour. I do mostly, of course, comic cons and signings and stuff like that, and wrestle cons, and you know, where which I love because we get to like reunite with all of our old friends and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like a mini reunion, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, very cool. Uh, now, the uh, I would imagine the uh, the hustle and bustle of the conventions and all that stuff and the that the House of Hardcore, Ray Mysterio's uh, promotion and all that stuff, um, it's got to it's, it's be a little bit um, 
slower than what you're kind of accustomed to the last couple of years. I mean, what what is it like? To, and I, you know, I don't mean any disrespect saying this, but what's it like to go from like, for example, TNA Wrestling, which I believe you were most recently with, to like something that's not really on TV all that much? Is it is it a totally different experience for you? Actually, um, not the hardcore. Um, I really uh, it outdraws TNA. So that was a blessing to oh, go sure. to the shows. Um, I was like, holy crap. I go, you have a, a bigger house than TNA, you know? And, um, <laughs> you know, it was, it was really nice, you know? But don't forget in TNA, like WWE, I was so used to doing every single weekend wrestling three to four times a week. And, um, okay. and then going to TNA, you know, where you do uh, not every single weekend um, to maybe, remember we did once a month, but we taped all the shows during a weekend, that kind of thing, um, and to going to, like, wrestling, you know, maybe once a month. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. It's I never thought, you know, all that time wrestling every single weekend, my body never hurt. I was just so accustomed to getting banged up and beaten up and taking bumps and stuff like that. And then once I got took some time off and going to wrestle, you know, maybe, you know, after, like, at, at the House of Hardcore, the next day I'm like, Oh my God! I feel like this, I just got hit by a train, and um, because I think you know, I think this is what I was told by a chiropractor, a body and a physical therapist. I think he said um, when when we're, we're our bodies are so used to getting hit and taking bumps that it's already used to um, like preparing itself, and then taking time yeah. off is trying to like relax, but goes into spasms because when you start taking a bump, it's trying to protect itself. So. It doesn't know what to do, you know. It's 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 crazy, but um, yeah. It's like it, it's. I tell my friends, I said, you know, it doesn't hurt when I wrestle. The time it hurts is when I'm laying in bed and I have to cough or sneeze. I have to roll up yes. in a ball. So my lower back doesn't spasm. That's really oh, cool. right. I'm oh man. Bad. Right, just the littlest things. I mean, I can take bumps and bumps and bumps and bumps. But my God, right. the cough and sneeze—it mm-hmm. it killed me. You you definitely kind of wrestle a very intense style, certainly compared to a lot of the other women. And that's not a knock on anybody for sure, but you, you definitely did. Um, it's funny, Lisa, because like we had uh, Rob Van Dam on the network a couple of years ago, and I remember him kind of comparing the TNA once-a-month tapings versus WWE. And he said he loved it because, like, he just wanted to get done and be able to have his own personal time. It sounds to me like you almost prefer the other, where you can go from show to show to show without really letting up. I'll be honest with you. I am enjoying – I was enjoying some time at home. But going from WWE every single weekend, going go, 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 to once a month, um, it it was – I'm so used to being structured and um, having things scheduled to going to, oh, my gosh, I have three weeks off. What am I going to do with myself? Okay, I can go to the gym. I had the restaurants at the time. You know, I only went mm-hmm. at nighttime. But um, I, I'm not a housewife kind of gal, you know. Um, I, it, it was, it was it's a tough adjustment. Um, you know, I enjoyed spending time at home and with the dogs. But, um, you know, I'm not. You know, on the road, I really love going out with all the boys and all that stuff like that and, and going to have dinner and then the bonding. But when I went home, I was not a very a social butterfly. I was just a homebody. And I was like, gosh, this, this is a different 
this this is completely different. Um, I don't know what to do with myself. I need to find another hobby. You know what I mean? Uh, to keep myself right. occupied. And um, okay. and then so and then coming, you know, to now, like working occasional, you know, like doing two signings a month and then one wrestling match um, a month. It, it's the the reason why I do enjoy it. You know, the money is not as great as the WWE. You know what I mean? It's just a constant. You're always used to getting that that money every every you know every two weeks every month you know and um you know uh you know and going now it's like now i'm living in california near my family and uh which i am enjoying my time off just because i got into golf um i'm very close with my three brothers uh my dad you know so i have a lot more family time which i didn't have in wwe because i didn't live in california and um, and in TNA, I was in Chicago. But now, you know, I, it's it's weird how later on in life you're just like, thank God I have my I'm I'm so close with my family, you know. And now I get sure. to spend that time with them. You know, it's it sounds so corny. I know that, but um, I'm super, you know, especially after my divorce, um, a few years back, you know, who's there on your side all the time, your family, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like yeah, that, that, mm-hmm. that's the thing I like about not working so much now that I still I, I could spend time with my, you know, it's like, hey, what are you doing Wednesday? Well, I only work on weekends, so what do you want to do? Let's go golf. Okay, let's go to the driving range. Okay. I feel like, and I'm too young to say I'm retired because I'm not. And, you know, right. I should never say retire, you know, because I, for me, I know for the rest of my life I'll be part of wrestling. It's just, you know, I'm. I'm not bitter about it. I still love what I do, and I still love talking about it um, mm-hmm. at, at conventions. You know, when fans are coming up to me, hey, I'm so sorry to take up all your time. and just like questions. I'm like, I take up my time. I go, my gosh, that, I love talking <laughs> wrestling. You know, that's my life. And, and you know, right. when they stop wanting to talk to you, then you have to kind of worry. You're like, oh, no, I must ask them about my wrestling career. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's when we have to start yeah. worrying. <laughs> so, Sorry, I, I don't think that's going to be a problem for you because I, I think a lot of people just are going to look back on the years, especially with WWE in particular. I think a lot of fans are going to look back on that time and remember kind of the start of the real, like, we, today we talk about women's revolution, but the stuff that you were doing with Trish, with Mickey, right. with Ivory, yeah. with uh, with Molly, how, like, you guys were right. – all over the place back then. I mean, it, it had to have been so many great memories for you. Is there like a consummate, yeah. um, consummate memory for you that you look back on and you want to pinch yourself? You know, um, it, I still, every time when I do a, a, a convention or something like that, and fans talk about me like, oh, I remember this match. And it, it makes you just, I think all of us wrestlers live in a bubble. We don't realize who watches us, you know. You know, if I'm at the grocery store and I get recognized, I'm like, oh, my God we forget, you know, that people watched us, you know, and I'm just like, yeah. mm-hmm. it slaps you in the face and goes, you know, holy crap, you know, I had a following. People loved what I did, you know. They were entertained by my character, and, you know, that generation with the golden era, we call it, is uh, Fit Finley was given the girls as a rib because um, he was new with the company, and he goes, okay, I'll take the girls, but I'm going to make them fighters. And so he worked with us. We would do wrestling matches prior to the show or, and he was like, Oh God, he goes, that, that, that's how I got my crazy character. He goes, wow, you're 
<laughs> you're really crazy in the ring. And I'm like, I think I'm really intense. I go, I, I'm very Memphis style where it's over-exaggerating every single move. And that's how I yeah. learned. And um, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, and I still, like, for me, the only, yeah, thank God for him because he believed in all of us. And, you know, in fact, I went back not too long ago, and it was a house show, and I, I went backstage and I went by the ring because I went a little bit early. And I, I asked him, I go, where is everybody? And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, call time is not till this time. And I go, wow. I go, we used to get here at 3, even though call time was at, at 5, and we would get in the ring and work on, let's work on a new move or, hey, let's get a, a great, um, you know, just – I don't want to mess up the business, but, you know, a good heat spot. In the, or, or, you know, let's, sure, sure. you know, I, I, I had, we had Arn Anderson, Ricky Steamboat, Fit Finley, all these amazing legends. And right. we didn't think we're going to get there. We wanted to get there early to pick their brains. I'm like, you know, hey, Arn, can you teach me one of your, like, your signature stuff, you know? He goes, well, I always raked on top of the rope. And then Steamboat gave me a couple of his moves. And, you know, I, I was marking out at the time, you know. I was just like, a, I was like, geez. I'm working with all these greats, and then the guys started coming in a little bit early. They're like, oh, my God, the girls are getting there early. Kind of makes them look a little bad. You know what I mean? But then okay. you know, a lot of the guys, you know, Dreamer, Lance Storm, everybody else was, you know, wanting to help us, you know, get better in the ring, you know. And um, for me, I still work that style. Um, it's so weird when people say, you know, I go, you know, I, I, I can't wrestle – you know, I can't wrestle. I can't do four days a week. I don't know if I can do that. And they're like, well, just do a match. Just don't bump. And I'm like, yeah, I don't do that. I go, I still want fans to see what I did back then. Yeah. I don't want people to feel sorry. Right. Yeah, you know, I you want them to make feel sorry for you or go, oh, my gosh. Do you remember what a badass she was? She used to be? That's the death of me. I, I, that'll tear me up. So <laughs> yeah. every time I go out there. It's true. Every time I go out there, like Dreamer, for example, he goes, you know, hey, I did some indie show in Texas or something, and it wasn't his show. It was another indie promotion. And um, there was a lot of people in that car, too. And he came up, and he goes, don't even talk to me. After my match, and I go, was it shitty? Was it a bad match? And he goes, pardon my language. I'm so sorry. Um, And he goes, this is not WrestleMania, Lisa. He goes, yeah. She goes, this is not WrestleMania, Lisa. You don't have to work that hard. He goes, people remember you for the signature stuff, and then here you are taking these massive bumps and, like, you know, destroying your body. And I go, oh, okay. So basically, you know, I was like, you know, like, you know, every match I'm like, oh, you, you want it to be epic every time. You know what I mean? You don't want to just do sure. a, a stale match that they've seen plenty of times or, you know, there's some guys on the roster of WWE, you know, you could call their comeback, you know. You can go, okay, he's going to do a clothesline here, clothesline. Okay, now he's going to duck here. You can call what they're doing. I like to always try change it up and have people going, oh, I thought that was a finish. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? No, that, that, yes. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. How, how, I, no, that's, that's, that's fantastic. I'll tell you what, you, you were so intense in the ring, but it was like kind of far for the course with a lot of the other women from that time period. Uh, how much different do you think it would have been for you in particular, maybe if you'd come around maybe five, ten years earlier? Oh, you mean if I, if I came in earlier in the career? Yeah, like my career? You know, when it wasn't, you know, quite like that. Oh, gosh. 
I don't think I would have been. Um, I, you remember? Don't forget, I got I, I came in at the Godfather hoe, and I was just walking to the ring. And don't don't, don't get me wrong, it was it, it was fun. It was an easy paycheck, and it was just it was a great time. And we you know we got the fans going, and it was you know yeah. it was you know it was a save the hoe campaign. And um, you know I remember um, on the side, and I was standing by Brooklyn Boiler. Name drop. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was standing behind him, and I go, I want to do that. I've seen people working in the ring, you know, prior to the show, and you know, you know, working about some kinks and stuff like that, and some camera angles. And then some of the guys would be rolling around, um, grappling. And I said, I want to do that someday. I'm going to get in there. I go, I, and he goes, really? And I go, yeah, I'm going to wrestling school. And he goes, I don't think anybody knows that here, Lisa. I, oh, Victoria, he called me, and I was like, really? And he goes, no. They think you're just happy just doing this. And I go, I'm going to wrestling school on my days off from here. And they're like, you need to go talk to someone. So I talked to Jim Ross, and I said, hey. Um, so and then, okay, Jerry Lawler, he told me, he goes, I heard you wanted to go to wrestling. You know, you're going to wrestling school. He goes, you need to move to Memphis. And I said, really? And he goes, yeah, there's a school, the developmental school out there. Because I was first at UPW, the other developmental territory. And um, at and, and I, I went up to Jim Ross um, in, his, in his office. You know, it's so new. So I was like walking on eggshells. You don't know who you're not supposed to talk to. You know that. You know, and you know Jim Ross was in, in the office with other people, but I was close with Jim Ross. He was very easy to talk to. Um, very good talent relations guy. And um, he was. If you have a problem, you can stop him down the hall. Other people like after Jim Ross, some of. <laughs> You would walk down the hall and you would have a question for them. They'll pretend to get on the phone, and you're like, "Are you kidding me, dude? You were supposed to make sure that we're happy." Do you know what I mean? It was, it, you know, know that after Jim Ross, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly, right? And you're just like, mm-hmm. you know, I work here too, and you know, you're making me feel like I, I, I should, you know, that I don't, and I feel like a stranger here. But I went up to him and I go, "Hey, can I talk to you?" And I go, I go, I'm going to wrestling school in California. Um, it's Rick Bassman School, UPW. And he goes, yeah. Um, he goes, okay. He goes, well, Jerry Lawler told me that I should move to Memphis to work on my wrestling skills over there. And because um, they have a TV deal and stuff like that. And uh-huh. um, he, said, uh, he goes, I didn't know you want to be a wrestler. And I go, I'm going to wrestling school, JR. And he was like, I didn't know that. He goes, your your application, whatever my resume said, PT, and I said, and he thought physical therapist, and I was like, oh, that's a personal trainer. I'm a personal trainer. My bad, you know, and, um, and he goes, oh, okay. okay, and he goes, well, yeah, stupid me. I mean, you know, here I was a college education, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then I messed up on that. And um, so, uh, uh, so they had a meeting, and the next, you know, meeting, wherever they have the meetings, and my name came up, and Kevin Kelly came up to me at the next TV the next week, and he goes, how fast can you get to Memphis? And I go, um, pretty fast. And he goes, can you be, be there next week? And I go, oh, oh, okay, uh, can I have two weeks? Or, or, And I was like, okay, no, 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 I'll be there two, I'll be there a week. Because, you know, at that time, you don't ever tell them, I can't do anything. You know, right. or, hey, I'm sick, I want some time off. Because if you want some time off, you're staying mm-hmm. home for a while. You know, um, right. you know, you're just you just talked your way out of a storyline. So, um, you know, it's like I'll be there in a week. And so, I didn't know my ex-husband would come with me. I go, you know, I'm just going to be there. I thought I can learn how to wrestle really quick. 
It's absolutely wow. beat it for three months. I didn't know. I was so green, you guys. I was, you know, <laughs> I was a gymnast. I was an athlete growing up, and I was like, I did dance. So in my head, I thought it was choreography. I really did. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, little did I know. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And um, my ex-husband was like, you know, I'm, you're, you're not moving there by yourself. And I go, I, I think I'll just be there for three months. I don't know. And, you know, like, what, what about the business and stuff? He goes, no, I'm, I'm going with you. Thank God he did because I was there for a year in Memphis. And then oh. that school closed down. And we all got brought into separate, like into the office with Kevin Kelly, KK. And he goes, um, mm-hmm. I was dead last. And I was like, and I walked in, I go, and people were coming out the line because some of them got let go. And so I got sent to HWA in Ohio. And some, and then some mm-hmm. of us got sent to Louisville, Kentucky. And um, mm-hmm. I was the only one sent to Louisville, Kentucky. And I, I go, oh, wow. I went in, I go, Kevin, I was like, Kevin, man. You're killing me. I go, everybody's coming out there upset or just walking out of the building. What is happening? He goes, I already talked to you last week that you're going to go to Louisville, Kentucky. And I was like, oh, I thought you guys changed your mind. I don't know because this meeting came out of nowhere. Um, He goes, no, you're going to Louisville. And I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, I walk out and, you know, know, the Samoans were let go and uh, Daniel Bryan, Dragon, they was, we called him Dragon at the time, was let yeah. go and Spanky, Brian. I mean, there was all these people that were on TV later mm-hmm. and got brought back um, were being let go, and it was just, it was an awful feeling. And then I got transferred to UPW, and the only person I knew there was um, because we were at UPW together. But um, okay. I was very new. I was so new there. I was just so green. I did not, I didn't know what the hell I was getting myself into. And even in Memphis, I really didn't have, like, matches. I was maybe a tag team. And, you know, tag teaming is not a full single match. And I remember going to – I'm going off on a tangent, you guys. <laughs> I love I'm it. Going, I'm <laughs> to, okay, right great. Out. Okay, I can talk forever. <laughs> I went to OBW. <laughs> and, awesome. then, and Danny Davis, Danny Davis goes, um, is there moves you know how to do? And I go, oh, I know how to do, you know, the head scissors. Like, I know how to – he goes, okay, go in there with Rob Conway. Um, you're going to have a single oh, match. Oh, Rob, yeah. He goes, try to, nice. try to go um, 10 minutes. And he goes, there's mm-hmm. no psychology. You just do all your moves and just listen to him. He's going to tell you what to do. And I was like, I've never had a single – hold on, man. I, I, I really don't know what I'm doing. I, you know, I don't, and, and also, I'll, don't forget all the students are there. Batista, mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, Tina, huh. um, Charmel. What a group. Alton, <laughs> Eugene, <laughs> Rob Conway. I mean, all these people that were there – um, mm-hmm. Shelton Benjamin, um, they all made it. We that that school, everybody ended up making it on TV. Maybe there might have been two releases, and um, mm-hmm. but everyone <coughs> succeeded out of that school. And so I'm new and green, you know. And um, I'm in there. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm waiting for him to say, you know, okay, ten minutes already, and I'm just like, I'm I'm dry. I'm I'm blown up. I'm just I can't get my breath. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to swallow. I'm, I'm trying to swallow my saliva, but you know it's so dry. I was like, he's like, okay, moonsault. He goes, you can do the moonsault up the top rope. And I go, yes. And he goes, okay, do it. And I go, well, move it. And I was like, get yeah. out of the way, though, because I'm not sure my landing yet. And then so you know, we did all that. And then um, Danny Davis, you know, he's in the back office to be filming us. And he goes, okay, time's up. I run outside, and I puke. 
I was like, oh, oh you know, trying to like breathe, oh, and you know, like trying to you. take a swallow, but it was triggering, triggering my gag reflex from being so dry <laughs> in my mouth, you know. So oh, I just man. ran out and dry heaved, and I came back in. I go, I told you guys, I'm I'm really so new. I don't know what I'm doing. I go, I'm so sorry. And they're like, no, you just that it didn't make sense, but that's what we wanted to see what you what you have. And he goes, and Lisa, oh, what do you call me? I think I had to meet Victoria. Um, uh, he goes. I had to go 12, and I'm like, oh, in my head, I'm like, you mother jumper, man. I was dying, <laughs> dying, you know, but gosh, it's, it's, I pinched myself because of like, you know, I know I was new and green, and people um, were like, I knew nothing about wrestling, and I, I was handed it, you know, you know, people have been training their whole entire life to be a wrestler, and I got handed it to me on a silver platter, and I realized that. Mm-hmm. But, they, you know, I did train my ass off in, in the schools. Um, you know, we did every single day, weekends, we did shows. You know, we built the ring, you know, which I used to enjoy. I'm going to be honest with you. I used to enjoy building the ring and tearing it down because it was all of, all of us screwing around and, you know, making jokes. It was kind of a bonding experience with all the boys, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it's, you, know, you know, I enjoyed it. I did. And, um, yeah, but, my gosh. But when I look back at that, I'm like, my I mean, it was 24/7 wrestling. It was every That's single day. Cool. We didn't. We nice. had no day off. But of course, all of us thought that's how it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Sure. And I remember there's yeah. a few times. Right. You, yeah. You, you think that's you're paying your dues. This is what you know. This is what it's all about. You know, this is a, not a nine to five job. It's a 24/7 job. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember Amen. a couple times I got called to get brought up. Okay. Mm-hmm. This was in OVW, and. Um, I, there's twice I went to the airport and came back to school. They're like, "What are you doing?" And I go, "I got the." They said they changed their mind um, again, and they're like, "They were everyone like when they, when I got the call, like, oh, oh my god, I gotta go home and pack, you guys. I'm at school," and um and they would clap for you. They were very happy for you if you got called up. They were never jealous or like, oh, "When's my turn?" Nothing like that. And when I came back, they're like, "Oh my god, are you serious?" And I go, "I think I'm being tested." Maybe I'm just being tested to see how badly I want it, you know. So I, that's what I really thought. That's what was happening, you know. But sure, yeah. No, yeah, it was no, just. That's, but that's I, I loved every minute of it. That that mm-hmm. sounds so great. You, you mentioned all that's those awesome. names that were there in Ohio Valley with you, and I we know it was such a great roster at the time. Uh, you mentioned being green. Did you realize <laughs> what a special time that was in the industry and? kind of all those people that were going to be huge names. Did you realize that back then? Uh, no, I didn't because I assumed everybody in wrestling, because don't forget, I was in the developmental parent, develop, yeah, developmental school. Yeah. So I went to UCW. That was with all the guys, you know, Cena, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, um, Gary <clears throat> Lynn. Um, That's wild. Oh, I know uh, Kaz Kazarian, Frank, Frankie Kazarian. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of names at that, and then, you know, little did I know, I didn't know what I was getting myself into, so I assumed, like, every school I went to, they were great wrestlers. I transferred to Memphis. You know, all those people were, you know, um, brought to TV um, as well, and uh, we just got separated. Some went to HWA, some went to OVW. And, uh, but now when, now when I go to wrestling schools, like, maybe to do a, a seminar or something, mm-hmm. and, uh, I look around, you know, I didn't realize how great I had it. Like, every match, like, I would watch, you know, like, Randy Orton back then was magical. I mean, 
to watch him, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's, you just, you're captivated. He's such a great wrestler. Like, he's one of my favorites still now. He just, he controls oh, the match. Too. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? It's just, yes. you just can't help but to watch him. And then, like, when he does every mo- movement, every single mm-hmm. movement makes sense. And yes. you're just so gravitated to it. You know what I mean? And that's like a special <laughs> gift, you know? There's not a boring, a boring moment watching him. And, uh, you know, watching him against Brock Lesnar, like, and, um, you know, Brock Lesnar was such a beast, and, like, Batista. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, now, I didn't realize it at the time, but I do now that I was, like, very lucky to be part of such great schools. You know what I mean? But, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the people that are, that are getting signed with NXT and all that, you know, of course, they're learning from the best. You know, Regal's there, and, you know, they're getting taught mm-hmm. properly. Do you know what I mean? Right. You know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm very mm-hmm. jealous. I mean, uh, we didn't have that facility. We didn't have a gym. Uh-huh. We didn't have, a, you know, a green room to, you know, to practice our promos or anything like that. Right. We practiced in the ring, you know, and in front of all oh, the boys man. and feeling stupid, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. Lisa, I, I, I gotta ask you. I'm, I'm sorry if I cut you off there. Um, I love okay. like whenever we get an OVW alum in here. I, I love asking. <laughs> do you have any Do you have any cool Kenny Bowen stories? Because that character is like, he, he's one of our favorite people. Kenny Bowen. Oh yeah. my god, that guy is amazing. Um, he's a character, all right. Um, yeah. Um, oh, I don't want to bury the guy, but this is a funny story. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll go for not it. Bearing. I don't think it is. I think whatever. Okay. Can't be worse he, than what else Snow did. I'm sure I even. So. Okay. Well, <laughs> when I first got there. When I got there, he wanted to take um, – he asked me if I wanted to go eat um, dinner. I forgot. Maybe out back. It was like a, it was a steakhouse. It was, you know, one of the – like a chill – like that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, he had a coupon yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you already know this. He had a gift card, right? And we went there, yeah. and, uh, you know, he, he ordered every, a lot of food. And then my, he, my ex-husband was with, with me, too. You know, my ex-husband was a big boy. Uh, I just had my normal meal. I just I, I never liked dessert, so I was like, I'm not getting a dessert, and I'm um, you know mm-hmm. I'm not gonna take advantage of. I thought Kenny was buying, so I don't want. And then Kenny <laughs> had, and I remember the manager coming out, looking at the bill because it was so long. And he came out mm-hmm. to the table, and I looked at my ex-husband, and I was like, and he goes, Oh my God! He goes, My God! He goes, We totally took advantage of this restaurant because you know about pumping <laughs> it and stuff like that. And I, you know. <laughs> I thought I was gonna, the, the restaurant. I thought the restaurant like was a fan of the school, and maybe my character at the time I wasn't doing. You know, Queen Victoria I was, and um, uh-huh. you know, my interpretation was completely different than we were like when I was like I was kind of embarrassed that we took advantage of the restaurant. But that's my story. Okay. There. There's a story though. That's um, great. I you know from from my old school days. I you know, I'm not so old school anymore. I mean, um, it's I am in my work ways, but, uh-huh. you know, hanging out with your enemy, your opponent, and stuff like that, that was a big no-no in OBW and in WWE when I was there. TNA, too, I didn't hang around my enemies um, uh-huh. until I got to the Indies, I guess, and then until <laughs> we watched this, um, the network and watching the behind-the-scenes when everybody's best friends, you know what I mean, but they have yeah. a single, you know what I mean? That's when I started going, well, screw it, you know, what, you know which is terrible. Um, I, I admit that's not right. But um, I remember going out to this club. It's called Have a Nice Day. It was in Louisville. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. still open. And Nydia and I were having an angle. 
we went to the same club. Um, there was don't forget, Louisville was very probably has a lot more stuff than it does when I, you know now than it did. So there was only a few right. places we can go, and so we went there, you know, to dance and stuff like that. I didn't hang around Nydia. Um, you know, we made sure we were on the opposite sides of the the bar, you know, um, the club, and. Uh, uh, with, with, um, shoot, um, Jim Cornette found out that we're at the same club, and Forever. we both got fined. We both got pulled in the office, and you know, got our asses chewed. And of course, you know, you don't talk back. You just, yes, sir. I'm so sorry. It'll never happen again. And we got mm-hmm. fined five hundred dollars each. And I don't think I was making. Uh, I wasn't making very much. I was like, five. Where am I going to get this five hundred dollars? How am I going to pay this five hundred dollars? Like we've got find for you know um, mm-hmm. yeah and so that was a lesson learned where you know when I got brought up like I never got seen with the, my my opponent I was just like and if we were have happened to cross paths in the parking lot I would have mouths with I mean I, I would say hey I'm gonna attack you on the car I'm gonna attack you on the car you know when the fans are walking you know they're <laughs> waiting for you outside by the right. ramp yeah. right. at least they have an extra show they're like oh my gosh you're not gonna believe it Le- uh, uh, Victoria attacked Trish out on the parking lot. So I need to get off <laughs> on that because, you know, yeah. it kind of makes, you know, you know Santa's not real, but you don't want to be told that, you know. So it made mm-hmm. them, I wanted people to believe that, you know, we don't get along. You know what I mean? And this is a real fight. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. It's completely changed now. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it, 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 right? It's so different now. It's, um, it's shocking to me, I'll be honest with you, because uh, a lot of the stuff would not happen back then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, does it, yeah. D- does it Does it kind of bother you that you can, like, tur- tune into, like, for example, like the E-Network, you know, watch Total Divas, and, like, it's exactly like you said, like, they're talking about all the stuff that was never talked about. Um, when I was a young writer with Pro Wrestling Illustrated, I before I even started, I wanted to be like Bill Apter, and not just a hairline, Kathy. So no comments here. But like <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> oh, come I, on, um, Brady. It bothered me so much that like wrestling, the way it was perceived by fans, started to change before I even got there. Is that something that bothers you? Yeah, you know, um, like in our day too, we were not. It was really frowned upon to date each other. You know, because if something yeah. happens and yeah. you break up, it's going to be a little uh-huh. awkward or uncomfortable. Um, and it was, you know, we saved it. If someone, like if someone was screwing around with somebody, you know, it was, it was hush-hush. You know what I mean? It wasn't uh-huh. in front of the office, you know. And um, so that has changed, too. Um, I'm very envious of their, uh, their what they wear, like Louis Vuittons and all this expensive brands because I was like, what? you know, we were, you know, we weren't rolling in that much money. Do you know what I mean? Um, it, it, sure. Yeah, yeah. To be able to go buy a $1,500 shoe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, you know, it, and I have to watch it going, what is real and what is fake? I don't know because, you know, uh, I, I pitched a, a reality show a long time ago when I had my custom car shop. And, um, mm-hmm. and it was, oh, my gosh, oh, it took three days to to film five minutes of it. Okay, okay. Walk in the door again, and then say exactly the same thing you said because we need to get behind you now. And um, to say the same thing to your your husband, your ex your husband at the time. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. It's not organic anymore. I was like, okay. Right. And I was like, 
Yeah. yeah. And they're like, can you get a little bit more angry about this? And I was like, wow, this is really not reality. And I was like, wow. I go, so this is just a television show. So it, you know, yeah. yeah. And it, yeah. So I, you know, I, now I, I, I do enjoy watching it because, you know, when you know these girls, you're like, you're, you're still, I'm still proud, you know, that they've mm-hmm. had their own television show and, you know, mm-hmm. my gosh, if back in our day, if, it would it would have been awesome to have our own TV show too because it was you know late you know all the bookings probably better money mm-hmm. I don't know to be honest with you um, but uh, yeah it was yeah. like because sometimes you'll watch it and I'm like that I'll watch it with someone that really doesn't know very much wrestling you know and as I go oh that would never happen back when I was there that would never happen oh God that would mm-hmm. never happen do you know what I mean um, <laughs> we were yeah. you know if yeah. we didn't get along so much we didn't get along. For, for us, uh, in our day, mm-hmm. if two girls can get along, all of us would be in a room and sit down and have a powwow and say, you know what, let's get stuff off our chest that bothers us, that kind of thing. We have to work with each other, and you can't dislike somebody because you're in the ring and you're putting your life in each other's hands. We have to still get along because we're, we're with each other more than our families, you know, and we would get it out mm-hmm. and it would be okay. You know, maybe some of them that really couldn't stand each other still carried it outside, you know, but, um, you know, yeah, it's, in my day, not very many people did not get along. We pretty much, you know, we had our favorites, we had our cliques and stuff like that. Right, right. That's cool. Right. That's really cool. Restless court. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. There's a, there's a. Do they even still, do they have wrestling court anymore? I don't even know. Rarely, you, know, you would know better than you know me. I mean, you hardly ever hear of it these days. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think all those guys are gone. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, like it's just Baker, about. Was, yeah, and then oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, and JBL. Yeah, right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I, like, I bet you like, I've never I bet been you back to WWE. Sorry. Okay, they they probably get brought into the rest of the, the office and just say, "Hey, I hear this happened." I don't know how it works anymore. You know, right. most of us yeah. we handled it on, on our own. You know what I mean? We handled mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we didn't right. want to cause any waves at all because they're like, oh, they don't get along anymore. Um, maybe we shouldn't have them in the storyline. So you're just like you're kind but, of writing yourself out. So you you know so. But, right. Sure. You want right. to get along with everybody because you're gonna have a great mm-hmm. angle. And, and not only that, uh, this is my impression. Like I said, I've never been backstage for WWI. I, I this is just my impression as a fan. And as somebody who follows it pretty closely, um, I think a lot of the people that are with WWE are so afraid to take chances today or are so afraid to maybe do something that they're not explicitly told to do because they're afraid they're going to get in trouble, like you said. Is that something that you kind of saw when you were with the company? Or Because my impression no, is that like oh, back no. then, everybody was taking chances. No, that's not true. Not, not for me. I felt like okay. for me, this... Okay, Tommy Dreamer has a top five crazy list. I'm on. I'm the top five with Iron Sheik. All right. And Bones nice. Mahoney. And, um, that's a that's a scary um, crew. Okay, I would always go up to him. I go. I would be so paranoid. So I was walking on eggshells backstage, going, you know, if I didn't get a thumbs up after my ring at my match, I was like, oh, they hated my match. I'm done. I'm getting fired. Mm-hmm. Every single weekend, I thought I was getting fired. Right. So I walking right. on eggshells, and I'm like, okay. The next match, match has to be better. I don't know if it was maybe purposely done where it makes us work harder 
to have the fear of losing your job. I don't know. Huh. I was extremely paranoid, and um, I've always been um, a perfectionist, which you can never have a perfect match. So I always been like, oh god, that sucked. I messed up on one one move, and it would destroy me for a week. You know what I mean? I was one of those people that mm-hmm. couldn't let it go, and um, mm-hmm. so I was. I always up to Tommy. I go, did you hear anything? Am I getting fired? Oh, uh, did you know? Um, oh, I went to go say hi to this person. They didn't say hi, hi back. Um, like one of the yeah. agents or something. Was something wrong? And um, he goes, "Would you stop it? You're crazy. You're freaking crazy." And I was like, <laughs> "I know. I know. I know. I know." And I was just like, always scared to piss someone off. Um, uh-huh. And uh, you know, it's yeah. But but backstage back then we goofed around a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, like, um, you know, ribbing each other all the time. And uh, it wasn't yeah. so much separation, you know. It was like, you know, we all watched the monitor together, too. It was all of uh-huh. us. And then, uh, just, you know, like someone would have a funny comment about somebody else, you know, or, you know, um, you know there was one time uh, ECMO, uh, you, know, you know, ECMO wore my ring gear to the ring and mm-hmm. one, uh, on an overseas trip, and which is, <laughs> I couldn't wear the shorts again because they got stretched out so much, right? And um, they're like, hey, you got to watch this match. you got to watch, you know, watch this match. you got to watch this match. I'm like, going, I'm going over my stuff. I go, well, hold on. I got, I, you know, you're like, no, you have to. And I was like, oh, that mother jumper. He's wearing my, my freaking shorts. And, you know, that's when I said, we lived a lot. And I remember going back when I was in Chicago and, I talk about this to a lot of people that's been backstage or not with the company anymore visiting mm-hmm. how much um, I didn't feel very welcomed. I, I felt like a complete stranger um, there. I only mm-hmm. knew I felt welcomed by the camera crew, the cable guys, um, mm-hmm. sound, and like the people that are still production. You know, those were the same people there. I hardly knew any of the new talent. Um, um, I, mm. I felt like, uh, you know, between you and I, it's like, I'm not between you and I, between us and like, me and the whole, pe- all the people listening, I, I, I yeah. was like uncomfortable. I felt very uncomfortable. Um, okay. I went to Mark Henry. I go, wow, it's really good one back here. I go, like, I, I'm getting look like, what the hell am I doing here? And I was like, I just came to visit. I'm not looking to get my job back. I'm just, you know, I still love wrestling. I want you guys to know I'm still supporting you, that kind of thing. And, um, and I remember, you know, talking to Mark Henry, he goes really differently. So he goes, it's different here. And I go, wow. He goes, and I'm looking around, I go, is it only us three people that's been in the business? Like, I mean, that, like Mark and someone else was, maybe Kane. I don't know. There was, I don't know, a few people that were there still. And it just was mm-hmm. different. And I went to security guard and I said, hey, do you think you can walk me out there and sit me on the hard camera side under the camera so I can watch it live? Um, I have a couple friends out there. And I, I I chose to watch it in the crowd. I had more fun. Wow. You know, um, I like cause wow. I like to cheer. And I'm still freaking Mark. Don't you know? I still like it. I like chanting. I'm still a fan. And when I was watching it on the monitor mm-hmm. backstage, I was sitting by Malenko, and someone did some beautiful arm drag, and I go, Oh my! You see that arm drag? Oh my God! And then I was okay. the only one that popped. And so I'm and I'm a stranger there because I'm not there anymore. And I felt like an because right. and then Dean was like, I completely forgot how you watch wrestling, and I go, I know, I go, it's still loud when I watch it, and um, I just went to the guy, I go, do you think I can get a ticket? Um, can can you? and she goes, well, one of your friends, and I go, I think they're under hard camera side too, and so I would sit out there, and um, 
watch it with them, and you know, you know, no one's really paying attention to the crowd. I rarely got recognized. Uh, people are their their attention's in the ring, you know. So right. you know, they're more into watching what's happening. You know, occasionally I'll get like, can I get a picture? And I'm like, can you do it after this match because it's considered rude, you know, you know, to, right. to, yeah. to distract from the match what's going on. And I didn't want to be there to have any distractions. You know, I just wanted to watch. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know. Oh, Randy Orton was still there backstage too. So it was like you know some old old people that I knew, but it, it has right. it has changed. I don't know. It was just it was just very different, very very different. That's interesting, and, um, isn't it? Right. Interesting, you know. And I still love it. I still watch, you know. And not every single week. Don't so you know I I don't. Um, I'm I got spoiled watching freaking independent wrestling. You know, like. Um, not the spot fest kind of things, like when they're working, 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 bump, 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 bump. But, you know, watching it out there with, with everybody and then cheering and watching the reaction of the fan. I do, I like independent wrestling. I like, you know, it's, people are so passionate and they're they're working for, what, 20 bucks, um, put their body on the line. And those are kids that are really just freaking, they want to make it so badly, you know? Yeah. Right. But, it's- it, 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 it's so much like the old like territory mentality, you know, as far as that goes. Yeah. Uh, is is there anybody either in WWE or on the independent level, whatever, that you would just you just like look at and you think like, man, like I would love to lock horns with them, or like there's so much we could do. Is there anybody in particular that jumps out at you today? <clears throat> there's a few. Um, there's uh, Tasha Banks, um, uh, Paige. Um, her and I, I feel like we have the very same kind of dark side of our characters, you know what I mean? Not in rea- oh, reality, uh-huh. but um, I, I do like her style. Um, Charlotte, right. I'm scared. I, I like Charlotte. She's such an amazing athlete. I don't work that fast. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm a little bit more, uh, I, I like to um, prey on my, my, my opponent, you know, like I'm more, I want to stalk them. And I want to, like me, I'm more body language. Hey, you know, I used to go to WWE and get, tell the camera guy, Get my after I do this move, get a close up on my face because I'm gonna tell a story mm-hmm. with my face. You know what I mean? Okay. And right. tell, you know, show that I'm really <laughs> intense and I'm like, I'm gonna freaking kill you. You know what I mean? I want mm-hmm. people to believe that. And I, I, I'm not one to go. Okay, let's go here. Boom, 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 boom. Move, 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 move. You know what I mean? I, I don't work. Like they're amazing athletes. I don't know. I think I'd get blown up. Um, and that Kana, what's her character now? Um. She was kind of, um, oh, my gosh, I'm blanking out. Japanese girl. Who was? Oh, uh, Asuka. Yes, her. Yes, Asuka. I was a fan of her. I I went to summer wrestling um, when I was in Chicago, and I, my mom is born in Korea, raised in Japan. Like, I grew up with a lot of Japanese culture. And when I saw her come out with the mask and her kimono, I was like, oh, my God, that girl is so freaking awesome. Oh, my gosh. And the way she wrestled and everything like that, I was I became a huge fan. And I remember her coming into the restaurant, and I'm mm-hmm. sure people were like, "Hey, you know, this is funny." I hope Victoria's here because I would get that a lot. Is Victoria? Are you going to be at the restaurant tonight? You know? And then she came in. And I go, "Are you Kana?" She goes, "Yeah." And I go, "Oh my God, I'm a huge fan of yours." I go, "You're amazing and shimmer." She's like, oh, <laughs> "I." I, well, you know, she's like very, very little English, and as, and I think she was caught off guard that I was such a big fan of hers. You know what I mean? I think I scared her a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> but oh, and also, you know who I'm a big fan of on the indie circuit is Madison Eagles. Yes. Have you heard of her? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's um. Wait, where's she? Where, what nationality is she? Um. Is she from England? Uh, or? I. I don't want to. Is it English or Australian? I I I'm not. I don't remember. Yeah, I, something I, like that, right? I apologize. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I, I, I might be Australian. Too, right? You're right. Yeah. Um. Her. Oh, she's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. She can get in and have what? What do they say? You can get. In with in a ring with a broomstick and have a great match. Do you remember that saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how, that's how she is. She's really good. She has her own school too. Her and her husband. Oh, that's awesome. So that's it, it explains a lot. But I'm Fantastic. shocked that she's never got the call. You know. Wow. But she's amazing. She's amazing. Okay, sorry. I, I'll let you, you know, guys I, ask I just, questions. I keep on interrupting you. <laughs> oh, no, okay. you're fine. I I, I just want to say my end. You know. Uh, first of all, happy late birthday, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, and at second, I, I just want to like uh, thank you for being such an inspiration in and out of the ring. I mean, you're, you're oh. such you're, you're such a great light in the business. You know, really. I mean, thanks for everything. Thank you. Thanks. I appreciate that. Thanks for the birthday wish too. Um, oh, anytime. We like to also, I, I hope they do this still in WWE. Us girls, and it was someone's birthday. We would get a cake, and um, you know, and then all of the girls would, you know, would come and sing to you in the locker room and stuff like that. You know, our birthdays awesome. were really celebrated on the road. You know, and for me, they knew that my birthday was. A, I love my birthday. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm super. I, I do, and they're like, "Wow, really? You love getting old?" And I go, "I love celebrating my birthday." I go. Yeah, I, I I don't mind. Um, you know, God, dude, I'm like freaking 47 years old, and I still feel like a teenager, um, and living the college life. Do you know what I mean? I'm still, right. you know, single, single. Um, I was just telling ODB, please don't box me. I talk to ODB every single day. We talk about many <laughs> times a day. Do you guys? You have boxer? You have boxer? I've uh, I've shared a flask from her. I can say that. Her and I, we talked about our dating experiences. She goes, okay. <laughs> our, our our whole joke is, did you swipe white right or did you swipe left? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Wrestling. Dating, dating sucks, you guys. Oh my god, it's it's oh I. I, I'm, you know, I was married 21 years, so uh, I, mm-hmm. you know, my ex-husband wow. he opened my car door. Wow. Yeah, he, but and he's a Chicago guy. He always opened mm-hmm. the car door for me. Opened the door for me to come in. The, the, you know, um, he would ask me what I ordered, wanted for for dinner, um, in, at the mm-hmm. restaurant or something, and he would order for me. And I thought that was pretty, you know, I was like, oh gosh, he's so so manly. He's taking care of his woman, and I I like mm-hmm. that. I like. Um, you know, I think people think I'm such a strong character. Uh, I'm such a tomboy and an athlete. They're like, you know, she doesn't need help with that. She doesn't need. No, I want to be treated like a princess. I want to be treated like a lady. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. I, I'm. I already work around <laughs> boys all the time, and I, I, you know, of course, the way I talk, dude, no way. You know, like I'm, I'm so boyish. But if on a date, I want to be treated. You know, you don't have to take me to Steak and Lobster. You know, just open the door, you know, I'm more of a dive bar place and TVs and watching sports, but you know, mm-hmm. open the door for me, get the car door. Sure. Her and I no, you, talk I'm about sorry. all the time. I'm, yeah, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I, uh, 
I, I was just wondering, you know, in your line of work and the, the perceptions that people have it, is it something where people are often intimidated to ask you out? I'm just curious. You know what? This, you know what? Um, you know, um, I don't want to date someone that's a, a huge fan. It's, it's not fun. It's, I'll be going on a date, and then they're going to go, you know, Hulk Hogan, did you work with The Rock? Right. Uh, <laughs> I what's got the crazy? you. I got you. You know, it's, it's, right. it's, it's like if you're doing a radio interview, you know, what fans want to mm-hmm. know. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. I could have called the podcast and, and it's, or sent you a link to the podcast <laughs> that I've done, and I would have answered all your questions. And um, so it's not you. that fun. And, um, and then on the dating apps, I can't believe how open I am about these dating apps. But this is how people meet now. You don't meet organically yeah. at all. Right. It's really tough. And, um, you know, uh, and, and people my age that are 47, you know, my niece is the one that talked me into this. And I go, oh, I hate you. Every time I see her, I go, you want to see what my, my selection is and my age range? And she's like, oh, my God, how old is he? And I go, she's four years younger than I am. And he looks like, and, you know, my niece, and he looks like my dad. And I'm like, <laughs> people don't, I'm just like, I can't. I, so I had, a, I, so I talked to Cliff Compton, too. Remember Domino? I talked to yeah. him. Yeah, 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 Domino, yeah. And um, he, he goes, Lisa, what's your age range? And I go, I get 35 or 36 to um, to 50. I, I, had, I was at 54, and I was like, I can't do it. Not to say that they don't. They, oh, these apps, they look old. They look. They don't take care of themselves. And then, you know, what I'm looking for is an athletic person. You know, someone that, you know, they don't have to be an athlete, but they have to be athletic. You know, I'm kind of a high energy kind of girl. And um, okay, Cliff goes. Cliff goes. You need to reduce that to 32. And I go, oh God, that's really young. He goes, I thought you were dating 27 year olds not too long ago. I go. Okay, that's true. I go, but yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> you know, but, yeah, but, but I, I made fun of like, you know, they're like, Lisa, how old is this guy you're going on a date? You know, is, is he graduated yet? And I'm like, oh, shut up. I don't I, I, I act my age. I don't act my age. And, um, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's so funny because, like, you know, I was talking to um, Cliff, um, Domino, uh, and Cody mm-hmm. B, and then uh, Cliff was on it. He goes, I joined back on Bumble. And he goes, I deleted my account. And I go, how many days have you been on it? He goes, four. I'm done. I can't do it. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know? Wow. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, my God. That's funny. There was, like, one, there was one, like, description, too. I'm so sorry I'm going off the subject. Some guy goes, you know, I, I great, okay. give great foot massages. And I thought that was a funny oh, wow. profile. Okay, I thought it was a joke, okay? I go, oh, he's funny. Well, maybe he might be a fun person. If it doesn't have romance, he'll be a fun friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> the first question is, is that Tony Atlas, was it? Feet? He goes, ah. yeah, yeah, I know, I know, ah. okay? And he goes, you know, I thought that you wouldn't post something about your fetishes. He goes, let me get to know the person. You know, let me reel her in with my personality and my charm. And then, then throw all my questions at her, right? <laughs> that way people will be attracted to me. And the first oh, question is like, how are your feet? How are your feet? And I said, my response was, I said, oh, I'm sorry. I thought that, that foot comment was a joke. Good luck on your search. I was like, and then, of course, that, you know, I screen cap it and, and I send it to ODB. She goes, what the <laughs> hell? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we have stories every day. Not, we don't go on very many dates because it's, it's, 
it gets ruined by the texting, you know, by the, the direct <laughs> messages and stuff like that. It gets just like, oh, my God, sure. you end up being a weirdo, you know? Well, that lets you filter. That lets you filter. <laughs> uh, Kathy, I, I, Kathy, I know you had something you wanted to say. We're, yeah, uh, um, we're, 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 by, by the way, we're, we're running way over, and I, I so appreciate I, I you know It's amazing. I talk a lot. Yeah, I talk a lot. It's awesome. Awesome. This is I my choice. Say, I love um, it. When we were at the convention and we started chatting and everything, uh, you remember something that I said to you many years ago when I saw you yeah. at one time. I said, you remind me of Sherry Martel. Yeah, and I said thank you because I yes. studied her when I was in wrestling. I study a lot of her on VHS from aging myself. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and I got in the ring with her. She came to OBW and yep. um, wow. she did a run-in. And um, and came to beat me up, and I said, "What do you?" She goes, "I'm going to give you my your, the hair mares, you know, the hair peels." And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to take hair mares from freaking Sherry Martel." And then all yeah. the boys, as a rip, they come up to me and go, "She's going to beat the hell out of you, um, or whatever they called me. We don't call each other by our real names in business, anyways." And um, and I go, "She is. She's going to beat me up." And she goes, "Yeah, you're a rookie. You're green. She's going to teach you a lesson." And um, and I was like, I was so terrified, right? But she was the sweetest person ever. Yep. She she goes, I'm only going to give you three. And I go, no, no, give me more than that. I go, and she goes, really? And I go, they're going to pop so big. They're going to go crazy. And if they get louder and louder, just do more. I'm just going to go with the flow. Just go, you do what you want to do, whatever you feel, you know, you know. I need to learn anyways, you know. And she gave me, and, and I just kept on going, again, again. Not calling her spot for her, but I was, like, marking out too. And um, yeah. I remember seeing her again when she got inducted. Um, and uh, was it then? There was one of the WrestleManias. I don't even remember. It was because she was, I, I took a picture with her backstage. And um, yeah. I went up to her and I go, hi, my name's Lisa. I'm Victoria on the show. She goes, we've met before. And I was like, I know, I didn't know if you remember me. Because, you know, you don't realize, you, you know, you're like mm-hmm. some, you probably meet a ton of people, you know, like in our, sure. our you know, right. so many people come in and out of our lives. I'm like, I didn't think you remember me. And, of course, I was like, you know, a little kid inside, oh, she remembered me. I go, yeah, you gave me your hair mares, you know, at OBW. She goes, yeah, I remember. And I was like, oh, well, thank you so much, you know, like you, you paved the way, you know. You know, in our day, too, we go with all the legends Guys, mm-hmm. you go, hey, right. thank you so much for what you did to the business. It's, you do that, you know, and it's, it's bizarre that it, that doesn't happen anymore either. And, yeah. You know. Um, when we were, okay. that day after Icons, we were at the restaurant. Uh-huh. And do you remember what you said into the back, in the back to all the people that were sitting there, whether they were oh, fans when I did, or wrestlers? When I did a toast? I did a toast? Yes. Can you can you please tell uh, Brady what he said? It was awesome. Okay. Well, I said something. Okay. I learned this. Okay. Ric Flair is the most, like, heartfelt person. Whenever he does a speech or anything to his voice, he ends up uh-huh. crying because he's so emotional. He has so much passion. And I see a lot of myself in him. Not not because he's the best, but I'm just like, I'm saying our personality-wise. And we're very close friends. Right. And, um, don't ask me. I asked advice about my divorce. I remember this. And everybody goes, why are you asking Ric Flair? And I'm like, he's an expert at it. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I learned this. Um, I was sitting around. Okay, we were at that restaurant called Humperdinks. In Humperdinks. We're, 
Is this Pennsylvania? Right? The Philly Cheesecake. No, it was, okay. it was Oregon Diner. What was it called? It was the Oregon Diner we were at. That's it, Oregon Diner. Okay, yeah. Oregon Diner. Oh, okay. And next day, I think I went to Humperdee. Okay, Oregon Diner, and um, I was sitting around. I'm sitting with Mean Jean and, um, oh, my gosh, what's our, um, Hugh Morris. Um, oh, my gosh. Who else was there, Kathy? Um, um, Barbarian, Warlord. Yep, yes. And all, I'm, like, um, I'm, like, I'm kind of sitting there. In, well, let's see. I don't, okay. Well, there was a few of the boys, and there was a lot of indie guys there. You know, you know, a few people. I didn't realize how many people came, went, were there from the convention. I'll be honest with you. I just looked right. around. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I was like, I'm sitting with me, Jean. I go, I'm never going to have an opportunity to like, you know, people need to know, you know, you know. I stood up. I did a, to- a toast. You know, we need to, you know, take an opportunity now. You know, you know. I apologize when I asked to take pictures with you, but I regret back in my day. I didn't take pictures with all my coworkers because I didn't want to bother them backstage when they're off camera. And I regret doing that. I go, you know, but I just want to say what an honor. But I don't remember, Kathy. It's like I'm very honored, you know, very privileged to work with such talented people. And you have, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you never know when you're going to see each other again. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, like, make the most of it. That's, I don't, that's what, it. what else, Kathy? I don't remember what I said. I, that's know, great. I get very emo- I, I get emotional, said- too. But one thing that got me was there was an older couple sitting in the corner. I don't know if you remember this. Yes, I do. They, 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 she walked over, kneeled down, talked to him. It was so. I it yeah, was um, they were they they were not part of our group. Um, and I just went no. table to table because I didn't know who was part of our group. So I went to the table. I go, I'm wow. so sorry. I go, we just came from a wrestling convention. I go, you know, we're with legends here, and I just wanted to make a toast. And I go. You know, and then the two couple were like, we used to watch it as a kid. I mean, when they were younger, they're like, wow. And then it brought back some of their memories of, of wrestling. Yeah. And I think, right? And, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm very corny like that. Um, I get made fun of, <clears throat> like, when I used to go out to eat after shows, they would go, where are you going, you know, where are you going to eat, Lisa? I'm, you know, they wouldn't call me Lisa, but um, where are you going out to eat? And I was like, we're probably going to Ale House again. They're like, oh, are you going to sit with fans again? And I'm like, probably. I probably am. Mm-hmm. And I go, for me, I like to know everybody. Um, right. It's common for me to ask my waiter, what is your name? You know, and, um, you know, uh, I don't know where I learned this, but um, my oldest brother does this too. And we're very, when we go out to eat and I watch him, I go, oh, my God, this is where I got my personality from. And um, <laughs> it's, um, we have to know each other's names. And it's, uh, there's a study that people like to hear their name. Um, so it makes them feel, oh, she cares enough for me. I don't know. I always bring people in so much. And then when I used to go to the gym, you know, we go town to town, and we're, like, asking for a free workout. So I'd say, hey, you guys, that's right. And, again, I go, we have a show, you know, um, down the street, you know, at the arena. You know, can we get a free workout if, if we get you tickets? I go, I can't promise great suits, but, you know, and, and they would say, heck, yeah, you know. And so – they would say, "Are you are you doing a meet and greet at the gym too? Are you doing a meet and greet here? Are you doing a meet and greet? Yeah, I'm I'm going to talk to everybody, and I don't know, you know, I don't know. I, it must have been my upbringing, you know, very very nurtured as a kid, I guess. I don't know, Kathy. <laughs> just tell me, <laughs> I got very touched from Rick Flair. You know, Rick was, Flair, just, like watching Rick Flair and how emotional yeah. he gets, and just he touches everybody, you know, and you know, you know, 
I love that man. You know what I mean? He's yes. just mm-hmm. has a big heart. You know, he's made mistakes, yes. but he has such a big heart. He's a he's a loving man. Mm-hmm. You know, so I forgot about that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> She's great it was like so, that. You know, it it really brought out. Um, you can really see how much you care about people. Yeah. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks. That's thank really you. awesome. Uh, uh, Lisa, you you, uh, like you mentioned at, at some other convention, you'll see another toast from me. Because I'll, I'll get a, you know one one awesome. glass of wine gets me in a small lovey dovey and I look around and I'm like I am, and Fantastic. then I start getting into that you know that moment you're just like. Man, I'm super lucky to be here. You know, like to have right, people yeah. come up to your table and go, "I remember this match." It's kind of it's 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 bizarre that you realize you don't realize how many people um, you touch. Like someone, one guy said, he goes, "You helped me come out of the closet," and I go, "How did I do that?" I go, "How did I?" He goes, "You were such a strong, you you were so strong, and you were a woman, but you were so I don't know." It's like I go, "Oh my God!" I go, "That's." Huge. I was like, my, I don't yeah. know how I did that, but I was like, wow. I, I was, you know, made me feel a little uncomfortable because I was like, because I, I was kind of confused how I did that. But um, it's amazing how much little things touch touch people's hearts, you yeah. know. So and I true. think also That's too. So true. I want to say this too. You know, like um, I think some wrestlers forget that our fans are are. are this is gonna sound so corny too. Um, that they, you know. They pay our bills. Um, it, they're loyal, and mm-hmm. you can't you gotta you can't forget where we came from. You know what I mean? Just Amen. Um, Amen. Even though you know you have a if, if you're making more money, you know, um, you know, uh, and you're acting like a badass at the bar. You know what? We do pro wrestling in our spandex, and we're not out there doing <laughs> MMA or anything or uh, boxing and really hitting each other square in the face. Right. How much of a badass am I? I just know how to take a great bump <laughs> and a great punch to the face. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Like, you're, you're, <laughs> Breach it. You know, Breach you it. Remember that, you know, we are entertainers, you know, like, uh, my gosh, it's, it's, our fans are everything. Without them, like, you know, right. did it. This is um, this has been such a treat tonight. Yeah, you were talking earlier about birthdays. My birthday's in about an hour and a half, and uh, I couldn't think of a better <laughs> present, Lisa. Uh, just to sit under Aww. your learning tree all this time. Thank you so much for the time tonight. I really, really, really enjoyed this. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And um, I'm sorry I talked your ear off, and then um, went too, too personal on my dating my, my dating life, but. <laughs> <laughs> It is uh, what I think it is. More interesting, <laughs> though. I, I think I, so too. Such a pleasure. I think, and I think it's super <laughs> funny. It's it's almost um it's it's I I always I'm like every time I get a box from ODB I'm like oh boy oh boy you know but we don't <laughs> only talk about that we you know she has her food truck and you know she tells me she goes you know like oh I'm at this event and they, Daytona's coming up and you know we talk about other things not just that but you know right it, it's kind of funny now now we're like looking for stories out of it to tell each other you know well you 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 uh there's a good chance that you get a slew of really strange friend requests that all listen to the show <laughs> i can't promise anything. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying hey, uh, you know what I'm the strange one. They may be afraid to follow me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell it. Two, two tell real it. quick things. Uh, 
First of all, people want to follow you. You have the social media or whatever. You have your website. Tell, tell us where people can kind of keep tabs on you and what you've got going on. Um, they can follow me. I, I post on Instagram, which automatically goes to my Twitter and um, my Facebook. Um, my Instagram is Real Lisa Marie, and um, my Twitter is also Real Lisa Marie. My Facebook, um, I don't know the exact address. If you go under Lisa Marie Varen, um, there's one that says Lisa Marie Varen underneath. It's Lisa Marie Soul. It used to be my maiden name. So that's the okay. one that's my kind of the smaller one, but I have a a fan page too. I don't know what those addresses are. I'm gonna be completely honest. That's so bad of me to say because I'm new to Facebook. Very new. But you, you know what? I, I can I I can link it up from the uh, from yeah, the show you know, description if you'd like. If you want people, yeah. I mean that'd, that'd be, awesome. be great. Um, now I do yeah, have a favor you. for you before we let you go because you were so generous okay. tonight. I really appreciate it. Uh, could we get you to record a bumper that we'd be able to play on the beginning of like future shows? Yeah. What do you want? What What, what am I What am I saying? Okay. Well, the name of the show is In the Room. If you could identify yourself and just say you're listening to In the Room, however you want to craft it. Okay. All right. In the Room is called? Yes. Okay. And do I say tune in In the Room? Is that what I say? Yeah, yeah if you could, that would be great. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Yeah, ready? You, you can mention those. And uh, whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Hey gang, you are listening to Lisa Marie Barron, formerly known as WWE Victoria, formerly known as Tina Sarah, and you are listening to In the Room. And if you are not, I am going to squeeze myself through my speaker into your room and give you a widow's peak if you're lucky. <laughs> I am. I love that. Nice. You kind of breaking up for the first time in an hour and a half. Could I get you to do it again? I'm really sorry. Oh my God! Did you mess up? Oh. Do you? No, it was breaking up. That's what I was saying. Like for the first oh, time man, in the entire man, interview. She was on the roll too. I, I apologize. Wow. You were. How is it now? Am I sounding good? It sounds better now. Yeah, you sound a lot okay, better. Okay. Now. Sorry. Okay. About ready? That. Okay. Yep. Hey. Hey gang, you are listening to Lisa Marie Barron, formerly known as WWE Victoria, formerly known as TNA Tara, in the room. And if you are not, I'm going to squeeze my little self right through my speaker into your room if you're lucky. Well, you've got me terrified not to listen. Thank you so Yay. much, Lisa. It was <laughs> such a pleasure tonight. Thank you I for had the a, time. You, you would have seen me. You have you have to see me do this this promo too because I'm I'm not really much of a speaker on the mic I'm more of an action right. kind of girl but I was pressing mm-hmm. and I had it on speaker so I can get into the moment. Okay. <laughs> nice. I give it. Yeah. Gosh. The okay, intensity of the face. Um, I can just picture it. At the WrestleCon. I'm sorry. Uh, you guys I, going to WrestleCon? No. Uh no. <laughs> not this year. Oh wow. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Actually, yeah, probably. Stroh, are you going? You go sometimes, don't you? I, it, it's kind of up in the air right now, but there there may be a chance pending. I'm just kind of waiting to see yeah. you know, what goes down yeah. between now and then. So. I, I'm yeah. going to see yeah. how the tax return worked out. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, <laughs> next time you come to Philly, waiting for smart man. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. Next one. time you come to Philly, Lisa, we're going out drinking. Okay. Heck yeah, yeah, and I'll do it my, yes. my cheesy toast again. <laughs> yes. 
Awesome. <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank I you, appreciate it. Thank oh, you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. You're all thanks. Can you um, text me if you start posting anything and say, hey, we just posted this? Um, can you repost it or something like that? You know what I mean? Absolutely. If yes, you do I anything will. about I'll the let show. You know, uh, social media wise, uh, I, uh, the, the show will, um, so we're live right now. Uh, the show will, when it goes off the air, it'll be an MP3 form on the uh, website. But I'll write up a description okay. tomorrow and I'll make sure to tag you in that and then text you and let you know that I did. Okay, perfect. Okay, yeah, perfect. Okay, yeah, guys. Thank you, you so much. Day, by the way. Uh, All right, I'm going to box um, ODB now. I just got a box from her, so. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Have a good time. Bye, All right, that was Victoria. Take Lisa care. Marie Veron. Thank you so much. Uh, what an incredible talent. What an incredible girl. Uh, Derek's here, too. we got to take a real quick commercial. Hey, this is a Total Package. Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests. Like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, 
Give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the <coughs> World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's... Uh, He's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing there. Bruno was an LA champion. Yeah. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill Apter, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a loss. Did didn't have anything to do with this? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this. That the rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.